Okay, I started recording now. Um, Nick, do you want to tell us about your character? Sure, I love. So uh, I'm going to be playing as a human paladin. His name is Marmaduke. Marmaduke from Marmaduke. Love it. From a love it. Very wealthy aristocratic family. They have a background in building uh, churches and temples. They're God, and they've spent quite a bit of money also trying to change the school system so all the children will be able to learn of their great god um he knows several different languages brought up in style and wealth uh and is extremely racist <laughs> okay <laughs> uh which is also just part of his teachings racist against uh, what like against orcs against dwarves uh dwarves other human races elves just just in general he's just kind of a piece of shit so basically um, anyone who doesn't look like him Yep, he is. Uh, he's neutral good. Um, he's a paladin, but he's neutral good. He's a paladin. I think paladins are usually supposed to be lawful, but I'll allow it. Yeah, I, I can explain why it's neutral. It's it's in his in his sense. Uh, I mean, I guess it could be you could consider him. You know, it's neutral. Um, well, he lawful neutral or because it's because he's so like he's very lawful, but he's so racist. That... Yeah, exactly. So okay. in his mind, he is he is lawful, but he respects the law of his god more than the law of the land. Uh, um, so I guess you could I don't know I don't know what you would consider that, Kevin. But okay. uh, he will break the law to follow what he thinks his god wants him to. Okay. Um. Yeah. Cool. So that's 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 basically it. And and John, do you want to do you want to tell Nick about your character? <laughs> Love this. So, sorry, my character? Yeah. You know what? Okay. Give, um, it, give us like a one-liner, and then we're going to get this uh, adventure started. Okay. Sorry, I was like I was like still transcribing everything from a fucking uh, uh, like app to the physical character sheet, and it's, um, yeah, it's, there's, so, there's so goddamn much. Um... So I'm going to probably stick with the information from the app for the most part today, but I'll be transferring as I go. Anyways, um, the, char- the character's name is uh, Blorgan Face Melter. <laughs> Face Melter is not his name. It's a name he took on because he's... Uh, oh, it's um, a stage name. It's a stage... The, the Face Melter... Blorgan is his real first name. Face okay. Melter is a stage name. Uh, he He was like... He was like raised in a in a sort of professor's household and it was like his parents were total squares and like he had you know he just kind of like kind of got caught up in the, in the local in the local sort of like punk bard scene uh in his teen years and started playing the lute and like you know was just really in was just really into the like technical heavy shit and um and so, and, and uh, eventually, just became like a uh, you know a traveling a traveling bard uh, focused on instrumental. Uh, and he just any he he, he loves yeah he loves to just fucking shred the loot, and um, he has an almost insatiable sexual appetite, um, and will swing both ways. Um, <laughs> But like, really prides himself on being a a hella gnarly lute player and a generous lover. 
Um, and uh, <coughs> I should add, he's a half elf. And and bringing shame uh, and humiliation upon the fools and villains of the world. That is a yeah, direct bringing, quote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Excellent, guys. So, shall we get started? Yes. Um. Okay. So. The scene opens. Um, it's actually been a few weeks since the events of our quick last session. So to summarize the last session for you, Nick, um, uh, they were in a tavern in Neverwinter, the Jewel of the North. Um, Blorgan was playing an epic loot solo. Um, and Greg's character, Darwin, who is a, an evil human warlock, um, was trying to cause mischief and started a bar fight, which ultimately culminated with them killing a half-orc and setting the tavern on fire. Um, for some reason, they decided to try and save the tavern, and they actually successfully extinguished the fire, despite their DM's best attempts to stop them from extinguishing the fire. Um, then the city guard showed up, and... And their DM gave them multiple chances to escape. And instead, they decided to drink as much beer as they could before they were captured by the city guard. And that was the end of the last session. So, the scene now opens. It's actually been several weeks. Um, and... And... The three of you now, so Blorgan, Darvin, and Marmaduke, you are all in a small prison wagon um, for your crimes in Neverwinter. Um, Lord Neverember, the Lord Protector of Neverwinter, has banished you from the realm, and you are on your way to a prison colony. <laughs> So you guys are in a prison wagon, um, the three of you. You're shackled to, to the wagon. You can't see outside. It's like a covered wagon type of situation, but you know that there are guards. Um, that's about all that you know. You've been on the high road for many days, probably at least a week. Um, and you can tell from the failing light through the, uh, the openings in the wagon that evening is approaching. Um, and in fact, you, you, you actually see a signpost outside, um, that has one of those like arrow shaped signs, you know, there's like three arrows, um, and the arrows say Waterdeep in one direction, Daggerford in another, and the last one says Nightstone. Um, and if memory serves you, um, Nightstone is roughly 10 miles in this direction. Um, suddenly you hear a lot of commotion. Um, you hear some, um, some non-human sounding shouts. Um, and, and you hear weapons. Um, you hear a very brief scuffle. It lasts maybe a couple of minutes. Um, and you hear some screams like people are being injured. Um, and then... You hear a lot of footsteps, uh, hoofbeats, I should say, 
um, going away from your direction. And then there's just silence. Uh, the wagon has stopped moving. What do you guys do? My character immediately wets himself. <laughs> you have wet yourself. <laughs> I try. So, just, <clears throat> we, we how how are we bound? Um, you have you have ropes tied to your hands, like in front of you. Okay. Um, and they're all just kind of tied sort of haphazardly to just like any sort of fixture in the wagon. Like, let's just say to the side rail. What is, what is the wagon made out of? Wood. Like, they didn't take great pains to secure you. Like, they just figured there were enough guards that, like, you guys couldn't make a move. <coughs> but now there's nobody, at least as far as you can tell from your hearing. Um, it's just quiet outside. Okay. Okay, um... Can I can I sort of like using my using my sleight of hand can I can I wriggle free of the uh of the ropes? Absolutely. Why don't you make a thievery check? Thievery check. Uh Sorry, oh sleight of hand, sleight of hand, that's right. We're playing fifth yeah. edition. Alright, so uh, you'll you'll take your dexterity modifier and whatever extra you have. Yeah, so I okay, so I have uh so, so the, the sleight of hand, so I have a number for sleight of hand? Yeah, so you roll a 20-sided dice and then add that bonus. <laughs> a 20-sided dice and then add that bonus, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, shit, I got a three. Plus? Uh, four. Seven? Seven, and then I have dexterity plus two? So that plus two is probably included in your sleight of hand. Okay, okay, so seven. Yeah. Are you proficient? You're a bard. You're probably proficient, right? So what you should be adding is your proficiency bonus, which at level one is plus two. Yeah. And also your dexterity bonus. Oh, uh, okay. So that those those are the two things that combine to give me my sleight of hand number, which right. is four. Four. Okay. okay. Um, so you make your best attempt to wriggle free from the really pretty shittily tied restraints um and somehow you manage to make it worse like your hands are now actually like more tightly bound than they were before in my defense i'm really tired <laughs> nick what are you doing during this time yeah so i i am looking at where i am attached to the wood can you describe how the rope is, is attached to the wood it's just like tied with like two square knots it's just like they just didn't really just try wood. it's just wood yeah there's so like I, a it's like I, a wooden sidebar and you're just tied to I'm it with a rope. I'm going to I'm going to engage the wooden sidebar. You're gonna what? It. You're going, I'm to, going to attack the wooden sidebar. Okay, you're gonna make like an unarmed just attack against like the piece of wood. You're just gonna <laughs> yes. smash it. I'm gonna smash it. Okay. <coughs> um. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a strength contest. So right. just roll me a twenty sided and add your strength bonus. Sure. Uh, one sec. I'm using an online d20 roll. So I roll a 7, and I have a strength of 16. So strength so bonus 3. Plus 3? Yeah. Okay. So if, if plus 3 is the modifier to my strength, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. So 10 total. 
And so, do I get proficiency for unarmed combat? No, that's not what Are you proficient mind. in unarmed combat? You're probably not, no, right? I don't think so. Okay. But you actually... So you swing really hard with both hands over your head at the piece of wood, <laughs> and you just manage to splinter it. Um, so it's not fully broken, but the wood is cracked now. What do you do next? Uh, I can't attack again this... Well, I guess it doesn't have a turn, right? So I can just keep hitting the shit out of it. Let's just say that you give it a hard yank, and the entire like wooden railing just shatters. Um, you are now freed. I am free. Um, uh, there's a third guy who is like, sort of like a surly looking quiet dude who's just kind of been watching this whole thing. And he just kind of beckons you like, bro, help a bro out. Do, do I know either Borgen or... You, you don't know either of them. You see, you see a half elf and a human. And the half-elf is, like, struggling against the ropes, and the human is just kind of sitting there watching you, and now he's just like, bro, help me out. Okay, so I, I, I asked the human, you know, what, what's he doing in the, in the cart? How did, how did he get here? Um, he says, uh, I killed a man. Why? Uh, I was drunk. I'm not sure. Is it? Is this Greg's character? Or is this, this is Greg's else? character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I asked him if he's if he's heard the word word of the good Lord. He says, "Listen, whatever I gotta say to get you to untie me, I'll I'll, I'll say it. What do you want me to say?" So I I have to adventure with them, right? So like, even if it's not what I believe my character would do, I still have to like work with them. That's that. Is that, is I don't that a know. fair statement? It's up to you. I turn. I turn to the half elf. Can I tell you? I can tell you the half elf, right? Yeah. I asked him why he's there. Um. Look, man. I was trying to get this motherfucker out of trouble. I see. As as you're having this conversation, um, the humans start saying like some weird like words in another language you don't understand. And his hands start glowing and crackling with like a reddish black energy, like a like lightning. Okay. Um, and the ropes just like explode off of his hands, and he's just like peace, and he just like walks out of the the wagon cart and steps outside, and you don't see him anymore. I I exit the wagon cart as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Borgen is just lying on the floor, like bound more tightly than before. You guys are such dicks. Okay. So, so Nick, you step outside um, and you survey the scene. Um, so you look around and there's footprints all around. Um, and there's signs of a struggle. Um, there's a single body lying on the ground. There's a, there's a dead human guard. Does he have um, any weapons on him? No, it looks like he's been... Uh, like his belongings have been ransacked, so he's wearing clothes, but he doesn't have any weapons or any valuables. Are there any enclosed space on the cart that I see that might be holding my my weapons and my supplies that I previously had? In fact, you see, uh, you see like a large like trunk, um, attached to the front of the wagon. I attempt to open the trunk. It it is not locked. You open it. You find a bunch of belongings. They happen to be your belongings. Isn't that I... convenient? I don, my belongings in about, uh, let's take five minutes, ten minutes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don my belongings. You guys, you guys get your stuff back. Okay. Now um, with my belongings, I re-enter the cart. Okay. I I ask the half elf if he vows to be my slave boy if I free him. John. Uh, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Is what Lorgan says. I point uh, my long sword at him and I ask him again. As you do this, the entire wagon explodes into <laughs> like a, you. You hear outside the same sort of incantation you had heard before. Um, I got dragged. I got outside. No, you're still inside. That you're both great. inside. He's pointing a sword at you and demanding that you be his slave boy. The entire wagon explodes into like eldritch fire. It seems it seems that Dar- Darvin has magically set this wagon on fire while you guys are in it. Okay, so he's trying to kill us. No, I think he just wants to blow up the wagon. Uh, so but but like this fire isn't hurt. Like it's gonna hurt us at some point if we don't get out of the cabin. You're still locked inside. Um, I can probably let you out pretty easily. Are you, like, okay, so I say, like, are you, now, are we going to do this now? Do you want to get out of the fire? Do you want to get out of the fire? I can walk out right now. You have three seconds. You have three seconds to decide. Look, we we should negotiate this outside. I promise we'll negotiate this outside. Mm, I have all of his weapons as well, right? So I took everything out of the chest. I, will, uh, I, yeah. I, I untie him. I, I, cut the, I cut the rope. Okay. You're freed. Thank Christ. Uh, Do you get out of the wagon? I get out of the wagon. Okay. I exit the wagon. Alright. So you put your stuff back on. Um, and you look around. So there's still nobody around. I, I have all of this stuff. Okay. Nick has all of John's stuff. Still have my sword. Do you have any reaction to that, John? Um. Hey, bro. Um. Can I get my sword back? I mean, thanks for getting it out of there. I I really appreciate that. Uh, I was just hoping I you know I could get it back. I I ask him what about it. What about our deal? What what deal? I need I need a manservant traveling in these these places, and you probably need someone to protect you. Uh, a manservant. Okay. Um. Well, you you are an elf, and I believe that is your role. I'm a half elf. You're a half elf, and I'll be your role. Yeah. Can can we maybe work out some kind of like. You know, some kind of contract, so that it's like, you know, like a, like a, you know, maybe we're on like a one quest, two quest contract. Until uh, we can reconsider when we get back to civilization. Okay, so will you, will, will you shake? Can we shake on this deal that once we return to a town? <laughs> oh, damn it! We will renegotiate this. Uh, yes. this, the terms of the terms of my service. Yes. Okay. I agree to that. We shake hands. 
Okay. I, I refuse to touch your hand because you are a half elf, but I nod to you offer me your hand and give you back your items. Okay. Make a perception check, both of you. We make a perception check. Roll a twenty sided dice. And add your perception bonus. Uh shit. Uh, I roll a fifteen. Plus. And uh hold on. I'm trying to check my character sheet. What would my perception bonus be? It'd be your be? wisdom bonus. Oh shit, one. Okay. All right, so eight uh, sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. You notice two things. A meteor shoots across the sky. And also, uh, Darwin is pretty far up the road at this point. He's walking away from you guys. He's walking He's walking up the road um, in the direction of, um, what's it called? Nightstone, as the sign says. Do you follow him? Um... That was the one that was ten miles away. What direction is the meteor going? Um, you you realize it's actually not ten miles away. You can actually, it's, I misspoke. It is not ten miles away. <laughs> um, <laughs> you actually know that Nightstone is quite close. Um, the other two places, Waterdeep and Daggerford, are probably days away. Um, and now you no longer have a wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just check how much food I. I'm not going to bother you too much about, like, the food and rations thing. Oh, okay. Um, unless we get into, like, uh, a situation where it matters. Um, okay. We, uh, I guess we travel towards Nightstone. Okay, so you guys follow Darwin up the road toward Nightstone? Are you going to play him? Like, should we stay in the same area as him? You can do whatever you I want. Wouldn't, I wouldn't mind keeping my manservant for longer. So, we set off in the direction of Dagger. Toward, toward Daggerford? Yes. You're going to split the party right away? Well, I... I, I Dar- Darwin turns around and he beckons at you. He's like, guys. Guys, something's up. Like... Alright, alright. We, we head to Nightstone. Okay. Um, so, let's say that you guys walk for about like a half hour. Well, actually, before we leave, can we check the guard if he has any items on him? Yeah, sure. Um, he seems like he's been thoroughly, like, looted. Like, there's just, like, he's got, like, some clothes, but, like, really there's nothing valuable on his body. Okay, we we, we continued on. Okay, so you walk for about a half hour, um, and uh, you start to hear a bell ringing. Um, and as you get closer to Nightstone, it gets louder. I'm going to read you some flavor text. After following the trail, you hear the ringing of a bell. The sound grows louder as Nightstone comes into view. A river flows around the settlement, forming a moat. The village itself is contained within a wooden palisade, beyond which you see a windmill, a tall steeple, and the high-pitched rooftops of several other buildings. Apart from the ringing of the bell, you detect no other activity in the village. The trail ends before a lowered drawbridge that spans the moat. Beyond the drawbridge, uh, two stone watchtowers flank an open gap in the palisade. South of the village, and surrounded by the river moat, is a cone-shaped, flat-topped hill on which stands a stone keep enclosed by a wooden wall. 
The keep, which overlooks the village, has partially collapsed. A wooden bridge that once connected the keep to the village has also partially collapsed. I'm going to send you a map right now so you can see what I'm talking about. So look at your Facebook chat. Did that work? Well, I, have two, I have three screens going. Oh, that did not work. That did not work. Uh, okay, maybe look at your Google chat. How many different modalities can you use? How many different what? Modalities can we use? To, oh my god, Google ran out of memory. Alright, there we go. I don't have... Uh, I don't have it from you. Did you send it? Uh, not yet. That was closed out. Um... Okay. How do I reopen that thing that had all three of us? Here, I'll send you a message and then maybe you'll go. find it. Again. Got it. Okay. I got it. Wait, no, I don't. Okay. Here we go. It's sending now. Hmm. Okay. So you see there's a town that's surrounded by a moat and it has a bunch of buildings in it and then there's a keep that's on a hill yeah. um, and the bridge to the keep is broken. Um, the drawbridge to the town is down and the gates are open and you don't see anybody. Um, the, only thing that, the only thing that's weird about this is, is you, can, you can hear the bell uh, for, the, for the church and it's just... It's just Ringing and ringing and ringing. Okay. So we, um, we approach the drawbridge. Is anyone... Um, let me have you guys make a history check. So that's your intelligence modifier. Uh, okay. So we roll a d20. Yeah. And then add... Huh. That I roll a 3 plus 1, so 4. Okay, you don't know anything about Nightstone. <laughs> I roll a, I roll a one plus. So no, I, I have, okay. I'm sorry. I have plus three to history, uh, so I have a seven. A seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know that Nightstone, like, is kind of known for having, like, some like weird old thing, in its like town square. But that's about all you know. Is like you've heard that Nightstone has some kind of old relic or artifact that it's built around. Um, but that's pretty much all you know about it. And John, you've never even heard of Nightstone. Okay. What about what about uh, the other guy in our party? Uh, Darwin isn't really saying anything. He's just like walking toward Nightstone. So when we're at the bridge before I enter Nightstone, my manservant, which also doesn't count as a town anymore because people to be now. Uh we uh I don't I just make that can we make a perception check? Yeah, why don't you make a perception check? That's a twenty. Twenty? Or what what's the roll for it? Like but you roll a natural twenty? No, I'm saying I roll a six and then I add uh So perception is your wisdom modifier? Yeah, so I'm at seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm at three. God damn it. And if you're proficient, remember to add plus two. 
Okay. What's it mean for senses passive perception 11? What, what does that um, mean? So that's for the DM. Okay. So the, one of the problems in old D&D was once you got better at the game, you realized that every time you entered a room, you should make a perception check. Yeah. Um, and that really slowed the game down. Uh, so this um, is just like passively like... So, so now what happens is the DM has your passive perception level and just depending on what it is, he'll tell you okay. more or less. Um, so you guys did not really percept anything, but Darwin actually rolled very well. Um, so he tells you, dudes, something is really weird about this. Like, it's pretty much sundown, and the drawbridge to the town is lowered, the gates are open, and there's no guards. Uh, the temple bell is ringing, and it, that's really weird. And uh, I don't know what's going on at the keep, but... Uh, the bridge that normally connects the keep to the village has collapsed. Like, this is really weird. Like, we should be careful. What do you guys do? Approach the town slowly. Okay. Like, do you guys want to try and sneak in, or what do you want to try and do? Oh, yeah. Let's try and sneak in. Okay. Alright, so you maybe you guys, like, go a little ways off the road. Um, and you kind of come in, like sort of hidden by the brush. Um, so you've, you've reached the, uh, the drawbridge to the town. Um, what are your passive perceptions? You said 11? 11. John? Uh, passive perception? Yeah. So that's, is that just the same as wisdom? Uh, not quite. You'll see, you'll see it on your character sheet. Um, I think I have zero. What? No. It can't be zero. It should be like. <laughs> well, I think my wisdom modifier is zero. Yeah, this is different. This is like, it it, it should basically. Okay. No. I'm gonna give you a roll then. I rolled for you. Okay. So John, you you notice that there are. Uh, there are several humanoid tracks in the grass and dirt on the road leading into the town. They look fresh. Um, and you notice even more humanoid tracks leaving the town um, and turning north, away from the drawbridge. So now you guys are at the drawbridge. Do you guys go inside? Again, you still don't see any signs of activity, but the bell is still going off. I say, like, hey, maybe we should check out these bells. Okay. So if you refer to the map that I sent you. Um, yes. So you walk into the town. Again, you don't really see anything going on as you enter. Um, the building immediately... So there's two watchtowers, right, flanking you. Yeah, 2A. Um, there's no activity inside of them. Um, you notice that they, they have winches in them um, that... If you operated both simultaneously, you could raise the drawbridge. I um, looked to my manservant and suggest we raise the drawbridge in case people come back. Do you do it, John? Uh, yeah, I say I sigh and say that's probably a good idea. Okay. So raise the drawbridge. So you, so one of each of you go into the uh, the watchtowers and and you turn the winches. Um, 
and and the drawbridge goes up no problem how is how is the drawbridge connected to the winches would it be if we were in a rush would it be easy to lower the drawbridge um yeah if you're on the inside of the town um you know you could probably give the thing a good kick and just like okay. push the bridge down fast yep so we raise it okay um so look at the map so that building right next to you it has a number five on it so you look, you look immediately next to you. That's a temple. That's where the ringing is coming from. Um, and that building to the south of you, right? So the temple is to your north. Um, to the south of you, what is that? Oh, it's uh, it's just like some built, like some like residences and a farm. Okay. And then straight ahead of you is the town square. Can we make a perception check for the town square? Sure. I rolled a twenty. <laughs> a natural twenty. Yep. Okay. So, so the rules are right. If you make a natural twenty, it doesn't matter what your modifier is. You, something great happens. Um, and the opposite is a natural one, like as a botch. So you you suddenly get real perceptive, um, <laughs> and you look ahead at the town square. You know, past the temple. Um, and you notice there, there are like through the darkness, you notice there are several very large boulders, um, scattered around, um, like they're huge and they look very out of place. Um, and you also, you hear the sounds of some animals coming from the town square and you notice that there's a large hole in the ground. You can't tell what the animal sound is. So, right. what do you guys do? Do you guys go into the town square? Do you guys go into the temple where the ringing is coming from? Or do you go in and investigate, like, the the residences and the farm? So, we hear the ringing. We know somebody is ringing, but it could be a trap. On the other hand, animals shouldn't be inside, and they could be hostile. So, do we want to try and see if there's any town people here and see if we can get any help or information? Or do we want to go and see what move these giant boulders We'll probably kick our ass. Did we just lose him? I'm here. No, it's just me and you. Oh, yeah, I think we lost John. Let me see if I can get him back in here. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. There we go. John. Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, so do we want to go and try and see... Did you get all that, John? No. So, okay, so do we want to go and try and see if there's... Do we want to invest? Which, which things do we want to... Yeah, so there's like these giant boulders with animals inside the gate. There shouldn't be animals there. They're probably hostile. They're probably strong because they were able to move those giant boulders and, and look for something probably because this whole thing was built around it. On the other hand, someone's ringing the bell. Maybe they'll be able to help. Yeah, let's, a trap. let's go check out the bell. The okay. only problem with the bell, it might be a trap because that's probably what we're supposed to go and do. Probably not supposed to go and check out the big boulder right now because you're old at twenty for it. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, okay, I, I, I say like, hey, let's maybe let's maybe cool it. Let's maybe not check out the bell right now. Let's see about these big boulders. Is there any way that we can stealthily approach the hole in the ground? Yeah, you could try that. All right, so let's let's try to like like really cautiously approach that. So you want to try and sneak into the town square? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have all three of you make a stealth check. That's your dexterity bonus. Minus one for me. Two. <laughs> two in total. So, so we roll a d20 and then we add two, right? That's um, how this works. If that's what your dexterity yeah. bonus is, yeah. And if you're proficient I roll a, more. Yo, I roll a 19 minus one for dexterity, so I have an 18. Okay, so... Bitch, I, I roll a one. <laughs> so maybe... Oh, fuck. <laughs> and Darwin rolled in the middle of that. So, um, Marmaduke, despite the fact that you are a paladin wearing heavy plate armor, you're just like fucking like a ninja um and behind you Blorgan who's just like dressed in like leather or cloth just like just like trips on nothing like he trips on his own feet and just like somehow manages to just like like he falls down and when he hits the ground he's just like ah you know and his loot just like makes that like uh that sound um, no it's still ringing the the like the animal noises you were hearing further ahead of you, um, in the town square stop. Fuck. Um. I'm gonna give you guys one second to decide what you're doing. Uh, we can try to hide, or you can try to hide. I'm still I'm still stealth. I roll I roll, to- roll to hide. I try to run and hide. Okay. Nah. I try to... So we're, like, walking away from... Where are we walking to, map-wise? Roll uh, initiative. Uh, I rolled an eight. Okay, eight total? Yeah. Okay. Well, what do we add to initiative? Do we add... Is there a modifier for that? Yeah, you will have an initiative bonus... It says that on your character sheet. Where, did I, where was that shit? I don't think I have one, actually. It's usually your dexterity modifier. Okay. Um, okay, plus two, that would be ten. Okay. Do I roll, or am I stealth? Um, you should roll initiative. I, I think, I, don't I automatically get advantage if I'm stealth? Um, fine, I'll give you, I'll give you advantage on your initiative roll. But I still roll, so yeah. I roll a seven. Plus? Seven total. So, okay, you rolled twice, and the higher number was seven? I rolled once, and then now I'm rolling again. Okay. So but now it's nine total. Okay. Um, so you, you, you try and kind of position yourself, because you're, you know, you're, you're actually stealthy. You try to find, like, a good spot to sort of spring on whatever may be approaching you. Um, so you see like two really big kind of like wolf-like creatures um, kind of like creeping up toward where they heard Blorgan fall. And what each what do you mean by really big? Large, um, medium? Like they're like wolf-looking animals that are probably like the size of a person. Okay. Um, and... You know they're they're not running, but they're they're definitely coming to investigate the sound that they heard over here. Um, and they're both like dripping like blood and entrails from their mouth, like they were just eating something. Um. Okay. 
Does John, does Blorgan get away? Does, is Blorgan hidden or what's going on here? No, no. They, they see you and they move in to attack you. So there's two of them. Um, and actually, Nick, you will act first. Okay. What do you do? Uh, so I, so there's two, um, one and I guess one's closer to Blorgan and one's closer to me or how, how are you positioned? Um, I guess I, I should have asked you like what order were you guys moving in? I, I moved first, and yeah. then Morgan moved. Okay, and then Darwin's in the rear. Okay, yeah. so you're out front. Um, two of these wolves um, are coming toward you. I'm going to say, uh, so they're wargs. How uh, far am I from, from them? Like, in feet? So, like, they came on you guys pretty fast, you know. Um, so you, you, they're maybe, like, 30 feet away from you. Okay, so I, I move... Uh, to in between uh, Blorgan and the nearest ward. So I should have a 30-foot movement. Um, I'm just going to so say, like, you, you, could, you could reach them in okay. a single I move in between Blorgan and the ward. Okay. And I uh, strike with my... Strike at his neck with my... Uh, I think I have a longsword. Yeah, with my longsword. Okay. Roll it. Okay, so one D eight. Well, roll, roll a hit first, so that's a D twenty. Okay. So I roll an eighteen. Okay. Plus I assume your strength modifier. Two. Uh so I roll a twenty one. Twenty one, that hits. Yeah. And then I roll I have a one D eight for my longsword, I roll a six, uh, and then it's plus three uh slashing. Damn. Actually, the melee weapon my attack is plus five to hit, so that roll of 18 is actually 23. 23, that hits. Yeah. Okay. And then I roll a 6 on the D8, plus okay. 3. So that's 9. And proficiency doesn't come into this, right? That that only... That only half... The, so like when I swing it all, so the damage is only the hit damage. 1D8 plus 3. Right. Yeah, okay. the proficiency so, yeah, may I, help you hit. Yeah, so I yeah. hit 9 in total. Okay, you hit 9. Hang on one sec. Okay. All right, you give it a good old whack in the in the face with your uh, longsword. Okay, John, you act next. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna. So with with using level one spells, we can only use like one. We we can use it once, and then we have to like rest. Yeah, you can only use it once, and then you have to recharge it. Yeah. Right. How much? Well, you have two slots, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you could cast two level one spells. Any of the, like, whatever, four or three that you have, that you know, you can cast those twice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast, uh, so, okay, so there's two wolves, right? There's, there's one. And then cantrips uh, you can cast as many times as you want. Can we do it? Can we, can we do a perception check on how that wolf is doing, like, after we hit it? Is it looking like, like it's dying or is it, like, pretty sturdy? It looks. It looks like you phased it, but you didn't injure it very seriously. Okay, we're fine. Okay. Okay. I I decide to concentrate on the same wolf that Marmaduke slashed, and I'm gonna cast mm-hmm. Dissonant Whispers. Okay. Um, you want to read us the flavor text of that? Yeah, um, that's. Uh, you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. Terrible the target, pain. 
terrible pain. Nice. Damn. The target must a wisdom. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On okay. a failed save, it takes three d six psychic damage. Three d six. That's crazy. Shit, man. That's, that's a, a level one. That's spell. A, oh, it's a level one. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a cantrip. I was gonna be like, that's yeah. really overpowered. Okay. So, so the so the warg makes a wisdom save. Yeah, and imme- must immediately use its reaction if available to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Okay. The creature doesn't move into obviously damaged ground, such as a fire or pit. On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. That's crazy. Okay. Um, what is your spell save DC? Uh. It's, yes. it's probably um, 8 plus your proficiency plus your um, charisma. Oh, it's a 12. It's a 12? Okay. So it says... Roll yeah. 3d6 right now. No, I... Uh... Okay. Uh, I got a 1. Oh, man. I got a 3. 6. Give it a 6. Then I got a 2. Okay, so uh, six damage, and what else happens? Yeah, it has to run away as far as it can. As far as it can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, on its turn or immediately? Immediately, and Im- it, immediately. like like not okay. like just as far as it can, not necessarily in the direction of like an enemy or something. So so what do you say to it, John? <laughs> Because you just like whisper something at it, and it freaks the fuck out. So like, what do you say? Yeah, it's a it's a discordant melody, so it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, I will kick you in the balls. Yeah, sort of like that. Okay, but it's like very out of tune. Okay, so here's what happens. So so you guys are in the square. Um, John trips and eats shit. But he manages to get back up again, just as two wargs close in around Nick, who takes a swing at the leading one with his long sword and gives it a good nick in the face. And then you just like whisper some shit at that at a at a wolf, and it just freaks out and just runs away. Um so so that one is now out of sight. You don't know where that one went. Um but there's another one. Um, and so, let me see, one second. Does Darvin do anything? Yeah, it's now Darvin's turn. <laughs> it sets the, the village on fire and everyone dies. <laughs> Alright, so, Darvin looks at the other, uh, the other warg, and, uh, he, uh, he pulls out a crossbow. Actually, um, hang on. All right, he loads up his crossbow, and he, you know, he looks super badass. Like you didn't even know he had a crossbow. He just like pulls it out of his robe, um, and shoots it. Except like he just like wasn't even close. Like he just like shoots the ground in front of him. It still looked really badass, but just like it didn't do anything. <coughs> Okay. Alright, work. Um, 
What is your armor class, Nick? Uh, 18. 18? Yep. What? I have a shield and I have chainmail. At level 1, your DC is 18. I sent it to you. I sent you my sheet. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be... I, 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 I'm trying to be yes and, but 18 is very high for a level 1 character. Where did you I send think, it to me? I think it's because my background is noble, so like I can afford... Tons of shit. Did you send it to me in Gmail or? Yeah, I sent you a Gmail. I replied to yours. You sent okay. me the half work. I, I replied with this. Okay. Because <laughs> that is like <laughs> retarded yeah, is OP site, if your AC is actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So the word like <laughs> lunges at you, like trying to bite you, and it does. But it just, like, bites you in the armor and, like, doesn't hurt you at all. And it kind of looks at you like, the fuck, dude? You're overpowered. Like, that <laughs> shit needs to get nerfed. All right. It's your turn, Nick. This this warg just tried to bite you. What do you is do it, now? Is it grappling me or is it just... It nah, it just, tried, it just tried and failed to bite you. Um, so, I am debating if I should grapple it. It's not larger than me, right? Um, what is your size? Uh, I am. I think I am medium. It's yeah, actually medium. larger than you. It is what? It is larger than you. Okay. Um, I can still try. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking if I want to grab it. Just try and grab the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking because if I if I don't grab, it's probably gonna go after Borgen. Well, I position myself in between. Morgan and the wolf. Okay. My my manservant, and I attack him in the face. Okay. Roll it. So I roll a sixteen, and add. What do I add to it? Um, for you, it's probably your strength modifier. Okay, so I have nineteen. Okay. Roll I, your damage. I guess I hit it. Yeah. And then I roll my d8, and I roll a six again. And add three slashing, so nine. Damn, dude. Okay. Uh, so you, like, slash it across the, the midsection with your sword. It looks unhappy at what just happened. Uh, John, your turn. Uh, at this point, I'm going to use my uh wait so so where where are the um where so, are the wolves in relation so one of the wargs is you're not sure actually yeah um it, it ran away as soon as you whispered at it um the other it, one it, is oh, like, it ran away from it didn't run past borgen right it ran just no past. it just like it just ran back okay so it'd be impossible for it to reach borgen in the it could come back, but it probably wouldn't like surprise you. You know, it just ran yeah, further it. into the square behind some boulders. But the other, but the other wolf is still right in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, in between the two of you. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get out my rapier, and I'm going to try to stab it in the try to stab the wolf in the face. Okay, roll it. I'm using an online roller, by the way. Okay, so so for this, I roll a d20 to see if I hit. Yeah. 
17. Nice. Okay. And then add in total or plus two. whatever. Add 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 which? Is it dexterity? So you said you used a rapier. Yes. Does it say finesse next to it? Uh, fuck. I the app that I entered all this information into originally is like. Yeah. Hard. Just like get this on a piece of paper. I'm pretty sure it's rapiers are finesse weapons, like, so you can choose. Like, I think dexterity. You can choose either strength or dexterity to add to a finesse weapon. Okay. What is whatever the, is better. Whatever is better. Do you have a better strength or dexterity bonus? Dexterity plus two. Then two. So you're okay. twenty. Nineteen. You, you hit it. What, uh, roll your damage. Okay, so damage is one d eight plus two. So let me. How the fuck does his rapier do as much damage as my my longsword? Finesse. Bullshit. I don't know. He finds uh, the most hurdy place to stab it. Okay, so I'm gonna do so one d8 plus two. So I'm rolling d8. Uh, That's three plus two is five. Five. Okay. You score a solid hit, and it's not looking so good anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh. Darvin puts away his crossbow um, and points his quarterstaff at the warg. Oh, hang on one second. Damn it, Greg, you didn't write any of your spells down. Fuck. He's level one. He only has two spells, right? Well, he's got first level spells and cantrips. Oh. Uh, he didn't write them down. All right, hang on. I just got to find, like, this spell for him. Come on. All right. All right. So a beam of crackling energy streaks around Darwin's quarterstaff and arcs toward the warg. Um. <laughs> And what? So, so the warg is behind. It's like on the other side of you, Nick. Yeah, it hits me, doesn't it? Um, he he misses entirely, and unfortunately, he hits you in the back, Nick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. He didn't roll that well for damage, so you take t- you take two force damage. Um, no, I'm at 10. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but it looked really cool. Like, you were impressed anyway. Alright, work's turn. Alright, so... Um... The first warg reappears. Um... But that's that's about all it manages to do. Like it looks like it's making the move for you again, Nick, but it's still like not quite there yet. Okay. The second warg tries to bite you again. And and uh what's your armor class? Eighteen. Fuck. <laughs> okay, it doesn't bite you. It misses. Back to you, Nick. Uh I'm gonna smack it in the face. Okay. 
You guys, actually, how do you have an armor what? class of 18? I hate that. I don't know, okay. dude. I, I, I went to the site that you got this from, and that's, I know. that's what I, I got. I mean, paladins are overpowered. Anyway, go. Do your thing. Uh, so I, uh, I aim for its neck and roll an 11 plus 3, so I roll a 14. Yeah. Do I add proficiency to that, too? Um... I think, yeah, yeah, you add your proficiency and your strength. So, all right, so 16. All right, I roll you hit 16. it. You hit it. And then I roll a D8. I roll a 3, uh, and then 3 slashing damage, so I have 6. What? Describe how you kill this creature. I, uh, I try to sever its head from its body. You, that's exactly what you do. It's dead. John, your turn. Okay, so one of the wolves is dead, and the other one is still there, but injured. Yeah, the other one just reappeared after running away. Okay, so that's the one that's back. Oh, um, wait, which one did you attack, Nick? I attacked the one that was closest to me. Okay, so that the second most, one. Most damage. The one that was close to you. Okay, that yeah. one's dead. Okay, so the, so yeah, there's the one that reappeared. Um, Can I... Can I roll a perception check to see if I can, like, detect any kind of weakness in it from, you know, the spell I cast? Like, if there's... Uh, sure. I rolled an 8. Plus. Uh, and then I... Wait, do I add something to that? I fucking can't remember. Whatever your perception bonus is. So that's probably... Wisdom. Yeah, I think I, I have no I have no perception bonus. Okay. Uh you think it's still kinda scared of you, but that's about as much as you can tell. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh I'm gonna try and, and like sort of Slash at its eyes with my rapier. Okay, roll it. I got a nineteen. Okay, uh, roll damage. Hey, Kevin, just a question about raising dead. If I behead things, they can't be raised, right? Um. I this think is so. How it used to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got I got two plus two is four. Four damage. Okay. It's really not looking good. Like it's looking very wounded, but it's still on its feet. Um Darwin does the same thing he did before. He points his quarter staff, crackling energy. I'm gonna um, kill Darwin if he hits me again. <laughs> Uh, he really seems to have very little regard for your safety, Nick. Um, but this time he manages to actually hit the target. He hits it for two damage, and it just like goes up in flames, <laughs> and is dead. Is there is there a corpse left behind? There's kind of like a charred like corpse behind. All right, I uh, can we do can we do a perception check if anything is going on in the area? So these two things are dead. Sure. Or if there's any sounds. Yeah, roll a perception. So a 20, right? Yeah. I roll a 15, uh, and then 
Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I rolled a sixteen. Okay. And then what do we add to perception? Uh, it's usually your wisdom. Alright, so I have a 16 total. Okay. So you you guys now look around, and again, so you, you continue to hear the, 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 the temple bell ringing, but the, uh, the town square is now quiet. And kind of, you survey around a little bit, and you see, you see a dead dog um, that looks like it was partly eaten. So those, those wargs had killed the dog and were and we're feasting on its remains. Um, you see all these boulders lying all over the the village square. And in fact, um, they seem to be protruding from a lot of buildings as well. Like there are big holes in the buildings surrounding the square. Um, as if the boulders had fallen from the sky and, uh, and just like landed all over the town. Um, but there's a very conspicuous five foot deep square like literally like a square in the middle of the town square that's just like uh there's like a hole basically a square hole that's five foot deep it looks like there used to be like some object sitting there that's been removed okay so so i next thing i i chop off the warg's head the burnt crispy warg it's uh chopped off i i take a look at the and see if any of them could be like fashioned into a pick. What? You, you look at what? I look at the wards' teeth. Um. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you could probably, I don't know, collect some ward teeth. <laughs> I want to see if I can make like a, a pick out of it. Like a guitar pick? Yeah, a loot okay. pick. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You, you spot a few likely candidates. I, um... Uh, shit. How, do I, how would I even get it out? I guess I, uh, I get out my dagger and I just kind of fucking knock one of his teeth out. Alright. And, uh, I put it in my, you know, little pouch. Alright. As you do so, you feel pretty good that you, like, avenged that, like, poor, like, like, town dog. You feel pretty good about that. I, Those words had it coming. I roll for swelling of pride. I'm giving you advantage on that roll. So roll two d20s and take the better of the two. Okay, I got a, a nine. That's the better of the two rolls? Yeah. You you slightly swell with pride. You're like You're like half erect with pride. <laughs> I, okay. I, I chop off the dog's head while it's swelling. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, metagame moment. There's no, like, vampire lords or shit who are raising the dead right now, okay? You don't have to do that. <laughs> or is that just the thing that your character does? It's just, it's just a thing. So. It's just, he just, he just wants, he's just really scared of zombies? <laughs> really scared of zombies. Okay. Fine, you chop off the dog's head too, you freak. Um, so now you're in the middle of the village square. Everyone's been beheaded, um, and you know. So, so the temple bell is ringing behind let's go, you. Let's go check out that temple. Okay, I'm just gonna say that while you're standing here in the middle, next to this square hole in the middle of the village square, you know, you also see signs for the Nightstone Inn and the Trading Post. 
you guys go back to the temple, or what do you do? Um, well, I feel like we're supposed to go to the temple, so fuck the temple. I mean, the only reason I might want to go to the temple is I'm a paladin, and... I, I suggest, hey, maybe there's some supplies in this inn. Maybe we can rest in there a bit. I, I agree with my manservant. Okay, and Darwin just kind of gives you a nod. Uh, so you guys approach the Nightstone Inn. Uh, you guys going in the same order? Um, uh, Nick, I, Nick John Darvin? I, I I kick open the door. Okay. <laughs> roll, roll a strength contest. Is that necessary? <laughs> so I'm guessing you're not entering stealthily. No, we're, okay. we're, we're going for it. All right. Uh, strength contest. Give me a, a d20 20. plus your strength modifier. Yeah. So I roll a 13 plus 3, 16. Okay. The door shatters. Um, splinters fly everywhere. It's extremely loud. Um, okay. What do you do? Perception check. Okay. So you look you look into the Nightstone Inn. Um, it's actually, st- you know, it's lit. There's like some candles and stuff. Um, and you're looking into the dining room right now. Um, the room is strewn with wreckage. Uh, one of those boulders um, is sitting in the middle of the dining room. Um, there's a huge hole in the roof. Um, and, like, you see the remnants of a dining room, uh, a dining table, sorry, and some benches. Um, there's just, like, random furnishings strewn about. It looks like what that boulder, as it when it came into the room, just, like, destroyed everything. Um... You see, you see a creature lying dead um, toward the back of the room. What's it look like? Um, you, do you, do you go in? Do you go up to inspect it? I'm still standing at the door. You're standing at the door. You, you can tell that it's a small creature, but that's all you can tell. Uh, I think we wait, wait a minute to see if anything comes running up at us. What do you think, manservant? Uh, uh, fine. Um, I think, I, I kind of want to check out this creature. I'm not, like, I don't want to just stand here when we've just blown open the door. <laughs> so I, I let him go in before me. Do you do that? Yeah. Okay. Like John, roll me a perception. Oh, fuck. Fourteen. Um, as you enter, you hear some commotion coming from a back room. Um, like you, you hear some jostling, you, you actually hear the sound of glass shattering, and then you hear silence. Um, you recognize that the creature lying on the floor is a goblin. Mm. Um, and there's a crossbow bolt sticking out of its chest. Okay. What do you do now? Can I make a can I make a move? Yeah. Question is there a in this in in the in our in our current fantasy universe is there a uh, like um what 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 would be what would be, is is there a a sort of god or deity that we can make reference to to I'm, to my form an epithet with the same force of saying like Jesus Christ? <laughs> um, there are many gods in this universe. Would you like me to read them to you? 
Or or would would Marmaduke like to tell us about his god? I think I'll pick a god. Do you have a god? (laughs) You didn't pick a god. Uh, let me let me just run through the list. Sorry, I I totally uh, disconnected for a second there. Uh, what did you hear of what I was saying? Is there a god in this universe who we could swear to um, that would have the same effect as Jesus Christ? And there's a shitload of them. Where do I find all the? Where do I find the list of gods? I don't know if you can uh, hear this, but um, Kalen is saying you guys should swear to the god of spiders. So, no. so there is a goddess named Lolth, L O L T H, the goddess of spiders and lies. Um, <laughs> Just doesn't have, but it doesn't roll off the tongue in the same. I want something. What about, what about like Tyr or Talos? So I'm going to read you the gods if you would like. There's okay. 33 of them, though. So the, the, the major gods are Asmodeus, the god of tyranny, Evandra, the goddess of change and luck, Bahamut, the god of justice and nobility, Bane, the god of war and conquest, Corallon, the god of magic and arts, Arathis, the goddess of civilization, Grumsh, the god of destruction, Ion, what's that? Who is the nobility god? Um, Bahamut. That, that'll be mine. Okay. You definitely have to be good, then. Aww. Uh, oh, I just found a dragon god of good. Never mind. I, used to know, I mean, uh, Bahamut's pretty badass. You you want a neutral god? Yeah. So, Arathis, the god of civilization, is neutral. Ion, the god of knowledge. Melora, the goddess of wilderness and the sea. Pelor, the god of the sun and agriculture. The Raven Queen, the goddess of death. Torog, god of the underdark. And Vecna, the god of evil secrets. Actually, he's evil. He's evil. He's not neutral. What was the third, the last one you just said? Hecnor? Pelor, the god of the sun. Yeah, let's, let's go with uh, sun and healing. That could come in handy. He's neutral? Neutral good. He's neutral good. Uh, that's fine. Let's go with Taylor. Okay. Or Raven Queen, Goddess of Death, is lawful neutral. That's actually your alignment. That actually is better. Yeah. Raven. We can do Raven, and then I can kill people. Because I can probably bring people back if she's... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all of your... All three of your characters are like goth kids. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what... Shit. What, what, what gods make the most sense? Dude, you know that's the D four gods you just read off, right? Um, this is just coming straight out of the fifth edition Dungeon Masters guide. Oh, all right. I'm my Google is fucking. Never mind. All right, let's keep going. John, what did well, you say? Sorry, what gods make the most sense for Urban to keep most in mind, or something like that? What's what's your what's your alignment? Uh, chaotic good. Chaotic good. Let's see if there's any chaotic good gods. Um, Evandra, the goddess of change and luck, and Coralon, the god of magic and the arts. Coralon, okay. Uh, let's go with Coralon. And so I, I look at okay. So let me write that down. Um, you know what? I'm not gonna pick Raven, by the way. I don't know who I'm gonna pick that. Uh, I need more time. All right, you can think about it. Yeah, because she does nothing for Valentine's. Is that like C O R A L L O N? Something like that. 
C O R E L L O N. Okay. All right. Um, so, John, you're standing inside of this this shattered living room, dining room. Um, you you heard a loud commotion as you entered in the back room, uh, but it stopped, and now it's everything is quiet. I I is it, what's what kind of door is is separating the back room from the front room? There's no door. Um, in fact, you recognize that the back room is probably the kitchen. <laughs> I, uh, how much movement do I have? I have full movement. We're not in combat, so okay. you guys kind of do what you I want. Walk, I walk to the entryway between the kitchen and the dining room. Okay. We're going to take like a two-minute pause. Because I need to pee. Okay. Pee break. Pee break. All right. I'm going to look for... Okay, take two minutes, guys. Okay. Hey guys, is anyone else recording this? No, it's you. Uh, okay. I'm taking notes, but that's about it. And just for my character. My recording app is frozen now. It's still recording, but it's frozen. I'm guessing I'm going to lose this recording. So what do you do? So so uh, Marmaduke, you just came into the inn, um, and you're standing in the doorway now to the kitchen. 
Um, so let's see. You look into the kitchen. So it's like a kitchen and a pantry. Um, and it looks very much ransacked. Like it's uh it's kind of a medium sized room, you know, like there's some like cooking equipment. Um, there's like a stove top, like an old like metal stove top. Um and there's just like food stuff and just like random stuff just kind of strewn all over the place. Um make me a perception check. Uh roll? Yeah. Ten plus uh one eleven. Um, you think that this room was recently ransacked by something or somebody? What do you do? Uh, but I don't see. I can't see anything anywhere. You look around and you. you don't at least from the doorway you don't notice who or what did this i i bang on my shield <laughs> okay roll me an intimidate check uh that's a 20 yeah plus your charisma uh 13. plus charisma Could yeah charisma and if you're though? proficient in intimidation like you can add that as well i am not I roll a 13. Plus. That's it, total, 13. Total. Um, you see a goblin um, sort of like jump out from behind some, um, some like fallen objects. Um, Do I have advantage? And he, well, he's 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 maybe like ten feet away from you, and he starts to run toward an open window. I uh, I've javelins, by the way. I have five javelins. All right, you know. Um, what, so what are you what are you doing as he starts to run? I I throw my javelin at him. Okay, roll it. Anyway, <clears throat> by the way, goblins goblins are like not totally sentient, right? In D and D. Like could this could this be just like the innkeeper? Go goblins are small humanoids who are neutral. Um and I mean they I mean you can talk to them, like you 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 know that they they are creatures who can be reasoned with. So I, I yell halt as he be as I'm pulling out my javelin and getting ready to throw it. Does he is there any reaction from him? Halt. Or like we're what here was, to help. What was your intimidate check? I'm just gonna was, reuse that. It was it was pretty high. It was uh fuck. Uh thirteen. Was it higher than a nine? Okay. Yes. Um he actually freezes in place. Um and kind of looks at you and is like, Oh god, please don't hurt me. So I, I ask him like what 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 happened here? What's he doing here? Um he's like um uh, big boss, send me here. Find things. Please don't hurt. Please don't hurt Gum Gum. That's what he says. Please don't hurt Gum Gum. It seems like his name is Gum Gum. Okay. I asked him what he's found. Um, he's like shaking with fear. 
and he kind of like slowly goes back to where he was hiding, like sort of keeping his hands in 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 sight. Um, and he he pulls out a sack and he kind of slides it on the ground toward you. All right, I ask, I ask, what what is my manservant's name? Sorry. Blorgan. I asked I asked my manservant what uh what he what what we should do with him. Um Well I mean we should find out what he knows, right? Do we have any rope or anything we can tie him up with? I don't know, do you? Did any of you guys buy rope as part of your starting equipment? Uh I have No I don't rope. doing any purchasing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really give you guys a chance. Although part of your character creation, you could actually spend some gold. Let's, can we say we have some rope, or is there some rope in the kitchen, or twine, or like cooking twine? All right, fine. I'm, I'll say that you you guys kept some of the rope that like you were tied up with initially. Okay. So can we, uh, manservant? Would, would you like to tie up this goblin? I sigh and say, fine. Um, stupid noble mother. I kind of mutter under my breath, like, fucking goblin, stupid noble motherfucker. <laughs> okay. You tie up Gum Gum. He looks very scared. Um, let's ask him, let's ask him what he's seen. Oh, you know what? Gum Gum's actually a she. You tie her up. <laughs> Okay. Okay. She looks very scary. Is she hot? You, you can't tell. You're not a goblin. <laughs> Fair enough. But, like, Blurgan hasn't gotten laid in, like, three days. She's also, like, maybe, like, four feet tall. Blurgan, Blurgan's done weirder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what, what are you guys doing right now? You've tied up Gum Gum. She looks very scared. She slid a sack of something toward you. I looked at the sack. Okay. Um, it contains several muffins, a block of cheese, a cooked chicken. You guys can, if you guys want to keep any of this stuff, you can write it down in your inventory. A frying pan, an iron pot, a bullseye lantern, two flasks of oil. A set of cook's utensils, a jar of cloves that's worth one silver piece, a jar of saffron that's worth one gold piece. I take the saffron. Um, a dented silver jug, and a cracked hourglass, um, which is worth nothing like this, but if repaired, would be worth twenty-five gold pieces. I take the uh, the hourglass and the saffron. Okay, so I'm just going to say you took one gold piece and a cracked hourglass that's worthless now, but if you fixed it, it would be worth 25 gold pieces. And I take the oil as well. The oil? Yeah. Uh, do you want to take the lantern oil, right? as well? What is it flammable oil? Yes, it's, it, it can be used on the bullseye lantern to give you light. All right, I take the lantern and the okay. oil. So a bullseye lantern has like a, like a lens. So I think I have to look it up, but it, or you can look it up, but it, it like illuminates like a cone in front of you, like sixty feet or something. Okay. Okay. So I'm wondering where to like write this stuff down if we take it. Should I write it under like treasure? Yeah. Okay. 
And then if you have actual equipment, so like the lantern would be equipment. That goes, yeah. So that would go under, yeah, because you might actually want to pull that out. Well, what, what would go under equipment, sorry? The lantern. Okay. Um, um, I don't think so. I need the lantern. I have a, one of my one of my traits is within 60 feet, treat dim light as bright darkness as yeah. dim light. Yeah, so he's All a right. half-elf, so he has dark vision. So I take, I have a lantern. Yeah, but you're um, you're a human, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you can't see very well in the dark, so a lantern could help you. So let's ask Gum Gum where where he came from. Uh, she says before, uh, before he gets raped by Blorgan. She I, says, "Please, please no hurt Gum Gum." To be fair, I Blorgan thinks to himself, "Nah, to make a move now would come off as really creepy." <laughs> Okay. Totally, just like have a wank, you know, upstairs. <laughs> we, I ask Gum Gum if there's any more around, any more goblins in the town. Um, roll and intimidate. Or how how do you how do you say it? Do you try to be nice? Do you try to scare her into telling you things? What do you what do you how do you do it? Uh, ooh, hey, I can yell. I do something first, really quick? Yeah. Um. I I pull out my lute and I start playing a very soothing melody. Like a song of rest? Uh would that make, just... would, would... Oh, tell me tell me what you're trying to do. Okay. So I'm trying to I'm trying to calm Gum Gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's an action you can perform that is called an aid. Hang on one second. Let me find the rules for that. So if you succeed on an aid, then you grant advantage to whoever's doing the thing. Uh, or it's called a help. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to consider this a help action. Um, so, John, roll to play relaxing loot music. Roll a d20. Yeah. Add your performance. Add my yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah, yeah, okay, I see. Okay, I roll a 16 plus four performance is 20. 20. Okay. Wow. So, Nick, for your next action, you have advantage on any relaxing things you say to Gum Gum. <laughs> I was gonna yell it, but goddammit. <laughs> you should have played power metal. I mean, you can still yell at her, it's just you won't have advantage. Alright, uh, so I roll a 20. Alright, I say, I say Gum Gum, uh, if you tell us if there's any more goblins around, uh, and what happened, if you saw anything interesting that happened, we won't hurt you. Okay. I roll a 8. So add your diplomacy modifier to that. I don't think I have one. Oh, wait, we don't have diplomacy in 5th edition. Um... Yeah, I, don't, I definitely don't. Add your persuasion. Uh, plus four. I roll at twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Gum Gum says, "Okay, okay." Um, Gum Gum, come here with with friends. Big Chief, send us from caves to find treasure in empty town. Okay. Um, Gum Gum, come with with many other goblins. Where where are they, Gum Gum? Um, they're finding treasure in Empty Town. 
They're finding treasure to to, uh, to bring back to Big Chief. I asked I asked Gumgum if they might hurt us if they were all together. Um, she says, uh, yes, uh, they they would probably defend themselves, but they they don't want to hurt you. They just want to find treasure for Big Chief. I I hoist the tied up Gumgum and put her over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second. Goblins are small, but I don't know if they're okay. They're small, and you're medium sized. Yeah, I can definitely carry her. Okay, but I make a strength roll with advantage. Uh, I roll a eight, and my strength is plus three, so eleven. That was your higher roll. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. With some difficulty, you hoist Gum Gum onto your back. Like you kind of do like. Is it kind of like Baby Bjorn, like, or like, what, like what are you doing, like Baby Carrier my, kind of thing? My my shield is now on my back, and like, it's, it's there, like I don't have it equipped, okay. and I have her like lifted up with one arm above my shoulder, and like carrying her, so <laughs> okay. I can snap her neck if I need to. Gum Gum is not very happy with this, but she kind of goes along with it. <laughs> um, John, are you still playing relaxing music? Um, yeah. Okay. So, what do you guys do now? So you're you're in a ransacked kitchen. There's a destroyed dining room, um, and you see stairs leading up from the dining room. Let's go upstairs. Okay. Um. So you go upstairs, and now you're in a hallway. Um. There's a there's a large kind of ornate looking door at the end of the hallway. And there's like a couple, you know, there's like maybe like six or seven other doors. Um, it looks like these are all like bedrooms for like a tavern kind of like a tavern or an inn kind of thing. What do you guys uh, want to do? Perception check. Okay. Do we hear anything? I roll an 18. <laughs> uh, I roll an 18 as well. Plus, yeah, 17 total. Um... <laughs> Plus 18 plus what? Minus one, so 17. 17. Okay. Um, that's a pretty good roll. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. From the, from the more ornate looking door at the end of the hallway, um, you hear the sound of wings flapping. We ask Gum Gum if there are any flying people that she knows. She say, gum gum, gum gum not no. We, is there, is there like a handle on the ornate door? Yeah, it, it's just, it's like a regular, it's like probably like the, uh, you know, like so, the, the nice so, room for the fancier guests of the end. So, so uh, gum gum has her, her wrists and her feet bound right yeah. now with rope. So I place gum gum directly in front of the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I kind of like am shifted away from the front of the door so I can turn the handle and open it. Okay. And Gum Gum will be the first thing they see. So I'm like a little bit hidden. Okay. So I, I open the door with Gum Gum standing there. Okay. Um, you open the door and you can tell this is one of the nicer bedrooms in this inn. Um, but it looks pretty destroyed actually. So that falling rock has actually, you know, part of its pathway through the roof was through this room. Um, so most of the floor in this room has actually been destroyed. 
Um, there's a huge hole in the roof. Um, and let's see. Yeah, like there's a destroyed bed. There's a wardrobe that's basically downstairs now because but of no, the no, the no flat flying creatures inside. Mm -hmm. Nothing. So I want you to make me another perception check. Or nothing that attacks Gum Gum and tries to eat her. Nope. You're just looking into a destroyed room. Uh, thirteen. I rolled a four. <laughs> um. You you see some there's like kind of like some there's like some shadows toward the end of the room like away from your vision. You you notice a little bit of movement and then nothing. I push Gum Gum inside. <laughs> gum 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 does not cooperate. So you push her and she just falls forward and lands on the floor and just doesn't move. Uh um I uh, sort of okay. Now, now I'm thinking like Gum Gum's not being cooperative. We need to be more intimidating. So I uh, I get out my loot and I and I play some like really just I just play some like just some shredding riffs on the loot to uh, do a a helping. Uh, a, Helping move to the intimidation of the uh, shit. What's it, Marmaduke? Hold on one sec, guys. I think, I think Jen is leaving. I need to say bye. One sec. Nothing is coming at her from the room. No. I step into the room. Okay, you step in. Nothing happens. Where are the Where are these shadows in the room? Um, let's just say, like you know, like there's kind of like a sloped roof because this is like the the top floor of the building, and just like, like dark up there. Or there's what, there's what no it? there's no light here. There's no candles or torches the way there there were some downstairs. Well, I, I pull out. Pull out my lantern. Okay. And point it at the sloped roof. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna have you roll this one. You you see an unconscious human woman laying at the end of the room. Is she hot? <laughs> um. <laughs> you, you can't you can't tell from over here. Uh, All right. Can I roll for perception to see if she's hot? Okay, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 10. Yeah, she looks pretty attractive. <laughs> we, uh, we approach the woman. Okay. 
But there's nothing like in the ceiling. I heard there was like flapping, right? He did hear. He did hear the sound of wings coming from this room. Yeah. So like I'm shining my light all around in all the dark places. Do I do I see anything? Um. Yeah. Actually, let me see if I can find a picture. Nah, I can't. What What's it called? Um. Okay. So you actually see that just like laying next to this unconscious woman is a, like a snake creature and it has wings. Like it looks like it looks like a snake, but it's got wings. Fuck. Um all right. Does it who knows we're there, right? We're shining a light. Yeah, it's just kinda like chilling there. It's looking at you, but it's not really reacting. I I yell, What's up, dog? You yell, What's up, dog? Um <laughs> <laughs> and neither of the two creatures, neither the snake nor the woman, react. Do you well, go up to them? Unconscious, right? What? The woman is still unconscious. She appears to be unconscious. Does, okay. Does the snake look like it's protecting her, or like kind of like trying to fuck her, or something? It just kind of looks like it, like maybe like it's her pet or something, and it's just like sitting there. So I, uh, on my on my loot, I. Uh, Start, I start to play something that feels to me kind of serpentine, <laughs> like like it's something that like a snake a, might be like into. a snake charmer too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, roll me a performance, John. <laughs> Please get a twenty. I want a new member of our party. Ah uh, shit! I rolled a two plus four is six. Right, that's not terrible. Uh, neither of the two creatures react. The snake kind of does a little like tongue thing at you, but that's it. Uh, I, uh, I Darwin starts. Head. Darwin pushes past you and starts to walk up to the the two. I think we lost uh, Nick. We lose Nick. I think he'll be. Yeah, there he is. I'm back. All right, what happened? Okay, Darwin looks like he's getting pretty impatient with this whole thing, so he just pushes past you, um, and he, he walks up to the woman and starts to shake her. He's like, hey, hey, are you okay? Um, and she kind of starts to stir a little bit. Um, both of you, roll me an insight check. That's your wisdom bonus. I roll a uh, 10. Okay. I roll a five. Nick, you you kind of notice that, like, you know, she doesn't look obviously hurt. Or, like, you don't really notice an obvious an obvious reason why she should have been unconscious. Uh, can I use something like Divine Sense to see if she has any, uh, like, evil shit about her? Uh, oh, what's it? What, read me that one. What's what's divine sense? So I can detect uh, any place, person, or object that has been consecrated or desecrated, uh, and additionally, I can sense uh, evil or good, uh, powerful evil and powerful good, uh, until the end of my next turn, and I can know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet of you that is not behind total cover. You said, <clears throat> you said powerful evil or powerful good. It, it, relative. I'm not very... Yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess it gets stronger as I, like, level up. But as an um, action, you can open your awareness to sense strong evil, strong evil, and powerful good. 
until the end of your next turn. You know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. That's not okay. by total cover. You know the type of any being whose presence you sense, but not its identity. Within the same radius, you can also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated. Okay. As with the so do you have to roll that? Um, I don't. It's a spell. It's a spell? Okay. Yeah. As and you, I, I, I cast it, and, and you just learn if, some, if there's powerful evil or good near you or, yeah. or any of those particular. Okay. Do you use that? Yeah. Okay. So you like detect evil and good. Um, and you, you don't sense any of those things. But I, I feel like there is evil and good there. No, you, um, you cast your spell and you don't get any pings. Okay. Um, um so I also have like a plus four to medicine. So can I roll to like, like check her out? Sure. Roll that. Let me just make sure. Wait, that's human paladin two. I'm still human paladin one. Yeah, yeah. I have plus four to medicine, so okay. I roll a twenty, and I get an eight plus four. You rolled four. a natural twenty. No, no. I have an. I rolled an eight. Okay. Twenty, and then I add four to it, and then do I add any modifiers like wisdom or? Um, your plus is it a plus four to medicine you have, or is that your like skill? Yeah, I have a proficiency. It's just my plus four to medicine. Okay, so you have pro. You have proficiency and wisdom? Yeah. Okay. So you rolled 12. Yes. Um, you you don't find any injuries on this woman. Like, she seems to be coming out of unconsciousness, but she does not appear to be injured at all. Um, so she opens her eyes, and she says, Oh, wow. Like, what happened? Who are you guys? Uh, we ask if she knows the snake. Um, she's like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this, uh, this snake is my, my, uh, pet. Uh, Jimmy Bob. <laughs> uh, I feel uneasy about this. Um, she says, like, what, what happened? Like, what what's going on right now? Does she know that? Does uh, she know the town's name? Is that what you ask her? Yeah. What's what's uh, the name of this? She's town? She's like, uh, yeah, we're we're in Nightstone. I ask her, do you know anything about all these boulders? She says the last thing I can remember is hearing a lot of screaming outside, and then hearing a really loud crashing sound. Um from the roof above me you know and she kind of looks out you know through the hole in the roof and uh seems surprised are there any mirrors in the room mirrors yeah like you know, from what i'm saying right now can i see any mirrors or anything like that yeah let's say let's say there's like a wardrobe mirror because this is like a fancy room you know there's a wardrobe is it, mirror. Is it obvious or is it like a little obscure no it's like next to the bed ah all right well i was gonna ask her what color her hair was but if you can see it doesn't matter can I stand in between her and the mirror? What's that? Can I place myself in between her and the mirror? You stand between her and the mirror. Yes, you can do that. Yeah, and I say, what what color is your hair? What? I, I want to know, like, what the fuck she is, right? She doesn't, like, know Okay, this is what she looks on. like. I just sent uh, a photo of her on the chat. 
So I guess now I've met a game to you that this is an important character, but. Um... No, no, I'm asking her if she knows what color her hair is. Like, what color her own hair is? Yeah. She's like, I don't know, like dirty blonde, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, uh, I say, uh, oh, you're a dirty blonde, all right. <laughs> And I, and I, I do she, it without even thinking about it. With, like, with oh, that, yeah. she gives you a dirty look and starts to get up and is just like, okay, like, something's happened to this town. What the hell are you guys doing here? Like, who are we, you? We're, I said we can say we're, we're traveling adventurers and we're here, here to help. Okay. How does she respond? Um, she says, that's, that's great. Um, I really need to get out of this town. Like... Something terrible has happened here. Um, oh, also goblins attacked us, and I need you guys to help me get out of this town. Uh, ask, we asked her if she was had something to do with the inn, or was she just staying here? Um, she says, you know, I, I'm just uh, I'm just a regular, uh. Just a regular lady, just Staying going through going through town. Roll me an insight check. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I roll a sixteen natural, and then what do I add to it? Persuasion, Chris. Uh, so insight is wisdom. So I roll a seventeen. I roll a fourteen. You clearly can tell that she's lying. Um, okay, I, uh... Do you think we should intimidate her, or, like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna, um, like... (laughs) I'm gonna give you guys just a little bonus here. Roll me an animal handling. Mm. That's a wisdom bonus. 20? A 20? Natural 20? I roll roll a (laughs) 1. Okay, you Oh, God. I roll a (laughs) 3. Okay. So, you guys... You guys think the snake is pretty damn cool. <laughs> um, so, so this, so this woman says, "Yeah, okay, okay. So I need to get out of this town. Like, it's really dangerous here. Um, I'm just a traveling um, merchant, and uh, maybe you guys can help me get out of here before the goblins get me." So we can we can tell her. You know, maybe we'll help you, but you need to tell us why you're here and who you yeah, are. You need to tell us the truth. And uh, she says, "I already told you the truth. I'm a merchant. Um, I'm here with my uh, snake, um, um, Jim Bob, and <laughs> we need to get out of here." So I, uh, I pick up, I pick up my loot, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna play some really intimidating riffs." I do I intimidate? And uh, and then that's gonna that's gonna help Marmaduke. So I'm like, you know, fucking like. Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> I, I... So it just I... gets yeah. Yeah, I uh, I I yell. Who are you? Wait, what did you roll, John? Uh, shit! I need to roll. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, man, that's how this game works. But okay. for for uh, for playing us a tune, I'm gonna give you inspiration. You're gonna get advantage. I, okay. 
Okay, I roll I rolled a five and then I rolled an eight, so I'm taking an eight plus four for performance to twelve. I uh I rolled so I can roll twice. Yeah. So I rolled a four and then a fourteen with a natural strength of plus three and a proficiency of plus four to persuasion. Uh, so intimidation I, is 21. charisma. Intimidation is charisma. Uh, so I have plus two charisma and then plus four persuasion. All right. Oh, you uh, persuasion is a different role. It's also charisma. But you, it sounds uh, so like you're I trying to intimidate, so you get plus two. So two plus whatever you had before. And cr- plus two to charisma, right? Yeah. So I roll 18 total. Okay. So she seems pretty scared by you guys. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Hang on one second, okay. I just need to figure out what happens here. Meanwhile, Gum Gum is still tied up. Gum Gum is just laying on the floor playing possum. Like, Gum Gum does not want to be involved in whatever's going on right now. <laughs> um, you know what? In fact, roll me a perception through all of this. I got a 15. I got a 1. Okay. Uh, you notice that Gum Gum's gone, actually. What? Like, no d- way. In the middle of all of this, Gum Gum has somehow slipped out. But she's tied up. Her legs are tied up in her hand. You you don't know how she did it, but Gum Gum is no longer here. But he, he rolled a 15 on this. Yeah. She was sneaky. We are about to get fucked. Gum Gum rolled well. Um, okay. So this, this woman says, okay, okay, fine, fine. Like, like my name is Kella. Um, I actually work for a group of mercenaries called the Zentarim. Um, and, and, and my higher-ups told me that they have an interest in uh, controlling this town. That's all I know. They sent me here to just, like, scout things out because they had heard that something bad happened here and that the normal town defenses were weak. Um, so I came here to do that, um, and I was just gonna tell them, like, yep, looks like this town is under attack, and then, uh, all these goblins showed up, so I had to come here and hide, and then you guys came in here, so I pretended like I was knocked out, okay? But, like, dude's just like, we need to get out of here. There's, like, tons of goblins, and I don't know what all these boulders are about. But like something bad has happened, and we need to get out. What's up with your snake? Um, we use these snakes as messengers. That's all I'm gonna say about that. All right. Um. Okay. Let's. Uh. Hey, look, Marmaduke. I think we should. I, I think we should get out. We can talk more later. We should. We should get out. Okay, we should we should help her. We're we're good. Okay. Let's 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 uh let's try to help her. Although I feel like she might stab us in the back. Let's just make sure she's always in front of us. Yeah. All right. All right. 
I think we're going to uh, end our adventure there. All right. All right. So we will we will resume next time. <laughs>